Hey everyone, it's Sarah and welcome to the Life as an Experiment podcast. It's a podcast where I focus a lot on heart-centered topics concerning personal development, small business ownership as well as spirituality. So a lot of the topics that I will be talking about this year includes um, self-esteem, um, building up your happiness and discovering your life purpose as well as you know lots of topics around small business ownership and discovering or uncovering your spiritual path right so um if you've been following my podcast for a while you've probably realized that i dropped off um you know releasing podcast episodes um for the past three months or so and um nothing really major happened but um there were some things that were going on in my personal life that I actually had to tend to. Um, and I actually had to expend the energy to kind of, you know, um, to deal with it. So it took up a lot of my energy, took up a lot of my time, and I just realized that I wasn't really feeling, um, you know, all that into releasing podcast episodes. And yeah, so since that is already coming to an and okay um nothing major happened i just was going through a little bit of a transformation in my personal life and i just wanted to focus on that but now that that is uh wrapping up um i'm back here again and um you know um yeah it's interesting because um during the three months that i've been away i've also been rethinking content in my business and how i've actually wanted to move forward in terms of um, the topics that I'm focusing on and the types of podcasts that would actually help you. Um, yeah, so do look, look up for a little bit of a change and um, I'll be releasing more details as we go along. But, well, yeah, today, on today's episode, um, i just like to talk a little bit about the job search process for, um, for us. Um, many of us in in um, out there, many people in my community and the people we have been speaking to have been suffering a lot of um, the side effects of, you know, being in really toxic jobs that have just exacerbated over the past um, year or so because of the pandemic. And lots of workplaces have become really unbearable to, to work in and lots of um, really... Um, yeah, lots of really, really toxic behaviours have also been coming up for people. Um, so I'd just like to take some time today to talk a little bit about the job search process and how to you can actually make that a little bit better for you. So I've got seven or eight tips here. Um, and I'll try to make this episode short so that you can actually, you know, um, yeah, take away these tips and to um, use them in your job search process if you are actually going about you know searching for new jobs now so you know the job search process as you probably know is something that can actually really really um can really affect your self-esteem <laughs> because you're putting yourself out there you are putting yourself out there to be rejected by people and rejected by strangers and you know you are trying to find um somewhere that fits you there's a lot of things going on in, you know, job searching. And then there's the interviewing process and the number of stages involved and talking to people and, you know, doing all these homework assignments, you know, very typical of some, um, some, some, some uh, industries. And 
yeah, all these can contribute to a lot of stress. It can really, really bring down our self-esteem. So today, I would just like to talk a little bit about how, you know, you can actually ace your job search whilst maintaining your self-esteem. So just jumping right into tip number one, if you've been called up for an interview, the employer definitely thinks that you qualify for the job. Okay, so... If you've already, you know, started doubting yourself before you even met anyone at the company, don't because um, you probably already qualify in terms of, you know, the they probably already looked at your CV and your resume. Um, you've contained, you know, you've have the skill set that they're actually looking for. Um, or you know, your CV has the right keywords that um, the people in the company are actually looking out for. And they want to meet you. They want to meet you and to get to know you better and see if, you know, you really are a good fit for the organization and if, you know, your skill set is really, really as what you say on your resume. But, you know, that's a great first step and congratulations. Okay, so remember that if people are calling you up for interviews, you know, be it the first HR, you know, screening or the recruiter screening, you already qualify for the job, right? In some ways, okay? So don't beat up on, um, on yourself. The second tip is, um, you have power in the interview process, okay? Um, and what do I mean by this? A lot of times it seems that the job search or the interview selection process is actually very much tipped in the favour of the employers. Um, and it does seem the case, you know, because lots of um, interviews are structured in a way where the, in- the employers are actually talking a lot and asking all the questions and you know some of them don't even leave any time for the you know the candidate or for you to even ask any questions at the end of the session um or you've only left you know for about like you know five or ten minutes or you to actually talk to them and ask them questions so it can seem like you know the power is very much tipped in their favor but um just a little bit of a perspective shift remember you know that they are choosing a candidate for the organization but you are choosing an organization to spend time in right because it's an exchange of resources you are actually exchanging your time for money and they are buying your time and you know giving you a salary or wage in exchange for your time right so as much as they are choosing candidates you are also choosing the right company to work for okay so you have the power as well Okay, although a lot of modern day interview selections do not seem that way. Okay, so don't feel like, you know, you're at the mercy of interviewers and the mercy of, you know, recruiters and that you have to give, you know, um, all the information that they're asking for without even asking any any questions yourself, okay? So do ask questions. Um, You know, there are certain ways, of course, um, to go about asking questions and not to do it in an interrogative manner. But, you know, do think about the important things that you've been, you know, that you, you want to see at your job. You know, you it, it could be culture, it could be the job role, it could be, you know, the people at the workplace. Um, Think about those, you know, what are the most pressing things that you want to know about the organization and make sure that you have time at the end of the interview session to actually ask them and when you do ask them pay attention to the way that they're answering you okay so if they're not actually very um you can kind of sense it though um you know if they're not very um straightforward or if they hesitate a lot or you know they have certain sorts of red flags in terms of you know when they actually give you your responses um you know that could mean that 
uh, that you know probably be something in the culture or in the workplace there that they are trying to hide or that they might not like and might not want to tell you so yeah you know observe all these things and do have a list of questions that you should be asking when um the the interviewer actually um gives the ball um to you okay so that's the second one you do have power in the interview process you are selecting an organization that you want to spend time in and um you should you know suss out the organization by asking key questions okay so that's the second tip the third tip is to remember that there is no such thing as a perfect interview or a perfect candidate. Okay, a lot of times I see so many people get so stressed out about interviews because they feel like, oh my god, this is another competition or this is another performance where I need to go there and perform, you know, and give my like best performance of my life so I can get an A grade, you know, my best interviewee ever, you know, but Sometimes, you know, we get so anxious about things like that, that we actually end up screwing up our interview, right? So you might have um, have had a, um, a story like that to tell. And actually, sometimes, you know, when you go in all relaxed and not even really very prepared, you actually end up, you know, being yourself and, you know, coming in with a very open energy, which, you know, the interviewers or the organization you know the hiring managers actually see that and actually respond very positively to that right so don't aim to be the perfect interviewee okay or the perfect candidate or don't aim you know to have this like you know i need to make this the most perfect interview ever i cannot stumble i cannot stammer you know i cannot look like i'm thinking of you know my response be natural be yourself Okay, um, because, you know, if you go there thinking like, you know, all your competitors out there are giving all, you know, confident, flawless responses to all their interview questions. Nope, no, wrong. Okay, um, I've had quite a fair share of doing my, you know, interviewing at, at different organizations that I've been at. And there has never been like, you know, a flawless candidate. Okay, everybody has their, you know, ups and downs during the interview process. And a good employer would actually be able to understand that people might be a little bit nervous and, you know, they understand that they are looking at certain, you know, skill sets and at certain characteristics and they're not going to be looking out for 100% A-star performance. Okay, because, you know, just go there and be yourself because nobody actually really knows what the organization is truly looking for, right? So just go there, present your skill set, be yourself, be natural, don't be anxious, okay, um, and just do your best. Okay, so that's the third tip that I want to give you, that there is no such thing as a perfect interview or a perfect interviewee, all right? The next tip, okay, um, if you're you know, still feeling very nervous about the entire interview selection process, you know, think about all the weird, annoying, idiotic people that have gotten jobs, okay? Um, seriously, I mean, I'm sure you have worked with, you know, some really, really annoying colleagues before, okay? Um, you know, their behaviors will probably have, you know, the weird behaviors will probably have, you know, shown itself a little during the interviews and yet they still got a job. Okay, so, um, yeah, so it, it actually, you know, you don't really have to be, again, you know, driving home the point again, don't really have to be, um, you know, this flawless person to actually get a job. Okay, anytime you feel like, you know, you're not doing well enough and you're beating up on yourself, just think of your incompetent, lazy, narcissistic colleagues or ex-colleagues <laughs> um, who have gotten jobs you know in in different places and still continue getting jobs you know um yeah so if these people can you know 
get a job, you probably can too, right? So that's just a perspective, um, different perspective that I like to bring to you. So that's the fourth tip. Okay, and the next tip, you know, um, just go in assuming that you're not going to get the job or that you do not even want a job, okay? Um, sometimes we get so anxious and, you know, we get our self-confidence and self-esteem all messed up because, you know, we go in thinking that, oh my God, I need to get this, I need to get this job, I need to get this role in this organization, I can't do without it. And, you know, you, you come in with very desperate vibes, and sometimes it kind of rubs off on the interviewer. Um, I'm someone who's very big on energy and on vibes. So, you know, you bring in your own set of, you know, vibrations and energy and you put that out into the world and people who are actually interacting with you can feel it. So, you know, sometimes when you come in, you're being all like, like sweaty and nervous and breathless and then you're not collected. Um, people, you know, feel nervous and, and, and you know, anxious around you. And that could affect, you know, the um, selection process. Yeah, and um, yeah, so, you know, one perspective is to kind of assume that you're not going to get a job. You know, you're just there for, you know, information finding and to share some things about yourself and to practice interviewing. Um, that actually makes you relax a lot more, okay? Because you're not then going in with this do or die attitude, like I really, really need to get this job. And this also helps a lot because, you know, you never know what the organization is actually looking for, whether they are even, you know, hiring people for this role. Um, yeah, tr like truly hiring people because there are many people who say, you know, oh, you know, we, we have this role open, blah, blah, blah. And you can actually end up, you know, promoting or hiring someone from within the organization and yeah, and close, and close the role, um, the job application. So yeah, you know, see the interview as a, as a conversation. Um, you know, practice your interview skills. Do not put all your eggs in one basket because, you know, if you experience any rejections later on, it wouldn't be that difficult. It'd be like, ah, oh, you know, just another, you know, organization that is not a good fit for me. I'm moving on, you know. Have the sort of attitude towards the job search and don't bank on every single, you know, job interview as like the do or die. I need to get into this organization sort of, um, uh, you know, thinking. Um, then, you know, it won't be so difficult for you, right? You'll actually also find yourself feeling a lot more relaxed during the interview process. You know, you could even, you know, think, you know, on your feet. Very difficult for a lot of people to do in interviews. And, you know, you you, you might even get a job, you know, because of how relaxed you are. Um, so, yeah. Um, assume that you're not going to get a job. Assume you're just there for an interview practice. And don't be too hard on yourself. Right. And the next tip, the sixth, sixth tip, oh, I believe... So if you're someone who always gets very jittery, very nervous, and you find yourself, you know, um, just forgetting all your responses on interview day, just always be prepared, you know, if um, it helps to have, you know, your answers to your questions actually typed out, you know, if you actually want to practice reading out loud your responses to potential questions, that also helps a lot. So what I usually do is that um, I would actually, you know, think of a list of questions that people actually ask. Um, would potentially ask in my job role. Um, I do a quick Google search and, you know, if there are people actually talking about their past interview experiences at a company that I'm applying for, I'll take note of those. Um, I also take note of particular interview questions that, you know, um, uh, certain roles in my industry will actually be um, asking for. And I actually write all those down. I might think up um, you know, some on my own and I then, you know, write up my responses to them. And then I practice reading them out. 
you know, when you actually practice writing and reading them out, it actually helps in a way, it kind of just helps your brain process stuff even better. Um, so even if you can't, you know, remember or, you know, you shouldn't be memorizing stuff, okay? But if you can't remember what you're saying on the day itself, at least you capture a few key points. Um, then, you know, it, 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 it's just muscle memory and it just gets, you know, it's easier to actually talk about things um, during the interview session. And um, yeah, so just prepare a few of these questions and just go in there and do your best, okay? Um, one way of actually practicing would be to practice with someone else. So get a friend or someone that you trust to act like an interviewer and then you could they could ask the questions and then you give your responses. So I find that that actually helps a lot, okay? If you're someone that, you know, doesn't, is, doesn't do very well, you know, speaking on your feet. But the next tip that I actually want to give, and this is probably a seventh tip, I think, by now, um, is to not over-prepare, okay? So, um, yeah, just now I said to be prepared, and now I say not to prepare too much. Um, I think the key thing is that you really know this yourself, like where is the sweet spot for you? So, you know, preparing certain questions and responses in, in advance, but not, you know, doing too much of it, because I find that sometimes when you get too overly prepared, um, you get nervous in a different way. Like when someone actually asks you a question and it's a question that you prepare, but you can't really remember the response. Um, you tend to panic and, you know, you might respond in a way that is all over the place. Um, and you look like, you know, you're trying to remember your responses instead of, you know, interacting in a natural way with your interviewer. And um, sometimes these things are obvious, you know. Um, if your interviewer is someone who is very seasoned in interviewing people and is very good at observing body language and nonverbal behavior, they can actually pick up on these things quite well. Um, and yeah, you just come across, you know, you might come across very unnatural and very stilted. And, um, you know, you're, like your real personality doesn't shine through. And um, some interviews just don't really like that. Yeah. So I'm someone that doesn't really like to over-prepare. So I like to have some of the questions and my responses down so I know how to structure my thoughts on the day itself. I tend to be someone that um, is able to talk quite a bit um, spontaneously and, um, you know, kind of like bring together points together on my feet um, just because, you know, I'm just a little bit more experienced in doing that. But if you are not someone that can do that and you panic when you have to think on your feet, then it helps to over-prepare. So it depends on you and... Um, it depends on your style and what works best for you. So it's a sweet spot that you have to kind of, you know, adjust and think about. And a lot of, the, of, of these days as well, the questions also come out of left field. You know, there are a lot of like interview sessions that I've been for um, where, you know, they, they actually ask me questions that I've never thought about and I'm never think that someone would actually ask me that question. So, yeah, you know, having your responses and, you know, uh, prepared beforehand, you can actually, you know, link up points that you can remember and you know in when in doubt oh god I, I forgot this in doubt always give you know examples so always give examples of things that you're actually talking about instead of just saying that oh you know I have great communication you know I have great teamwork skills you know I can manage a difficult client really really well and then just stopping there I think you want to actually give an example so say like you know just give examples from your you know previous workplace or your current workplace say things like oh you know i'm you know someone who actually manages internal stakeholders pretty well because you know i've achieved a five out of five or whatever on my feedback form from my line manager every time you know we go in for a client um feedback session 
or you know say something like um yeah you know i i have different types of clients and i this is you know i have an abrasive client a close client whatever whatever and these are the ways i actually deal with them right so always always fall back on examples if you are in doubt and um yeah think about you know have a think about what you're actually doing right now in your job and what examples you can actually come up with it okay so um so yeah don't over prepare but be prepared enough that you can actually think on your feet okay so that's the seventh tip i think yep so the eighth the eighth and the last tip for today is really you know um lots of interviews are actually won over because the hiring manager actually likes your personality Okay, so if they have like candidate A and candidate B, and maybe candidate B is actually like really, really, really strong in the skills that they are looking for, but it's very socially awkward or it's very weird in their interviews versus candidate A who's maybe like a 80% on the skill set, but, you know, comes across really pleasant and very warm and, you know, very clear in the way that they communicate. Um, yeah, candidate A will probably be the one who is hired. Yeah, because skills can be taught, but, you know, a lot of, like, personality things cannot really be taught. Yeah. And a lot of, um, you know, the better hiring managers would probably be looking at personality fit with the team as well. Because if you're going to have someone who is actually really good at their work, but can't really work with other people, that's going to be a very, very big problem. Unless, you're, you know, you're working in a very isolated role or you know you don't really have to work in a team which is quite rare but happens in some industries um yeah most of us have always have to work in a team or always have to you know, be discussing things with clients and internal stakeholders and can't really run away from that so you want to kind of work on your soft skills as well so if you're not really very good at small talk or not really very good at communicating um yeah work on it you know if it's something that's important to you just work on it you know, be open to talking to strangers. It could be at the coffee shop, you know, when you're talking to a barista, you know, it could be, um, you know, striking up, you know, conversations with, you know, colleagues that maybe you are not really very familiar with and kind of asking them about their day and things like that. Um, or, you know, you could go for networking sessions or, you know, communication workshops or public speaking workshops to actually help with that. So um, I'm someone who actually really likes speaking in public, but... Um, it still is a bit challenging for me in terms of a very professional setting. So what I used to do is that I would actually purposely strike up conversations with people and then consciously try and engage in a little bit of small talk to get to know them a little bit better and also to practice my small talk skills. Um, I would attend workshops, you know, with strangers, you know, just to, you know, practice being friendly and being, you know, personable and things like that. Okay, so um, these soft skills are as important as your you know, your technical skill set. So if you feel like, you know, you can't really talk to people, you're very awkward, or, you know, if you have a very, very good resume and you just always get stuck at interview um, sessions, it could be something about the soft skill that's not really working for you. So it could be something, you know, that you can build up on. Yeah, um, just just do what works for you. So it could be, you know, going for a workshop or, go, you know, just going on YouTube and, you know, just watching videos on how, like, great speakers actually talk. Right, because there's so many free material, so much of free material out there. So go there and talk, go there and you know see what um what works for you, and then you know emulate and model yourself after the people that have been um doing things well. So you know personality kind of is um a really big part in interviews as well. So if you're able to win people over with your personality, you probably would get the job, although your skill set might not be all there. 
Okay, so that's a insider. Is that insider tip? Not so. Um, yeah, it's just a tip. Okay, so um, yeah, hopefully this eight tips actually work for you. And I've actually come to the end of my um of the podcast for today. So yeah, hopefully with these eight tips, you know, you're able to feel a little bit more relaxed and less nervous about your job search process and also, you know, during interviews. Just, you know, just be yourself. Um, just remember that if the job is for you, it will be for you. Okay. It it's already all kind of decided. It will be for you. Um, the jobs that you don't get, just consider them as, you know, blessings in disguise. Um and just, you know, be grateful that you had the opportunity and just let it go. Okay. Right. So I've come to the end of the podcast. So if you actually enjoyed this um episode, um do rate and subscribe on, you know, whatever platform they're actually getting your podcasts on. Um and if you know this you think that this helps a friend, just forward it on to them. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Okay. Thank you guys and goodbye.